Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Grothy. And I'm Halls Burkhart, and we're here with our first, not our first episode of the year, technically our last episode was, but the first episode recorded in 2022. So what better way to kick off 2022 than talking about our most anticipated games of 2022? Hell yeah. Just looking at the list that I put together, I feel like this year is going to be better than last year from a gaming standpoint. Yeah, if everything hits their targets, I think we're, we're going to be good. <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but we do have some things to take care of first. Last week on our episode, the video game, the first edition of our video game character draft, we put it to a vote. Who drafted the better team? And the poll is still technically going for another uh, few hours, I think. But we can we can peek in and see. I haven't looked at the results at all. Yeah, I didn't vote, didn't look. So I'm going to have to vote to see the results since That's it's fine. not done. I'm voting for you. Oh, you can vote for yourself. No, I think, I think I vote for you. You vote for me. It <laughs> okay. then evens out. You know what I mean? Good idea. Keeps, keeps it nice and pure. Holy shit, it's a tight race, Steve. Oh, is it? After my yeah, you know what, I I gotta wait till you vote to see for sure, but something crazy may be about to happen. All right, just voted for you. Ooh, you sh- you got me. Looks like looks like you're winning. It's close though. You got it, man. I I need to let mine refresh because when I looked at it, it was fifty eight percent to forty two percent or four. No, I've got. You're winning 54% to 46%. Okay, so it did swing it in a two-point. Two points. Yeah. Um, Man, it's a close race, though. 28 votes. You guys could have voted on that poll a little more. I know how many of y'all listen. (laughs) (laughs) With 28 votes, we have 54 to 46. Hall's winning. Um, So I wanted to, to check in with some of the comments on this. We have my buddy, Buckethead Eddie, saying, you had me with Shepard and you put the nail in the coffin with Sonic. Sonic was a surprise swing, I feel. Yeah, I think that definitely. Then we have uh, Jet Rider on Twitter says, S117 for the win. That's a vote for you. Uh, King Tom not saying 
who he voted for, but just talking about my final pick and Monty Mole. Um, Neil voting for me. Kevin Thrasher says this was a really fun episode. Hey, you know, we got a really nice uh, response to that episode, I feel. Yeah, it was fun. We're definitely doing it again. Can't wait to do it again. We're just going to keep adding. We're going to have keep this adding. Yeah. giant. And then eventually what I want, um, you know, a while down the road, because I like our video game character art so much now, our, our cover art. I want to have a cover art where Evan draws both of our teams like facing off against each other with us in the middle. Nice. <laughs> but we should add some more. <clears throat> like Capcom versus SNK. Style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we have Pope Jesus Christ voting. Uh, didn't say who he voted for, but included a gif of Samus. I think that uh, goes for you. Um, and then we get uh, Chris Fresh saying he voted because for me because of my pick of Sonic. I knew... Like, when I picked Sonic, I was like, well, I got Chris Fresh's vote. <laughs> he likes the Sega. That's right. He's a proper filibuster. I'm telling you, buddy, with all the hype that was going on um, surrounding Halo Infinite, I thought for sure you had that in the bag. Never underestimate the power of the people you picked. I guess, man. I guess. Although you, you did pick Ellie, who was, while a survivor, a pretty terrible person. Rob wanted me to mention that. Yeah, shout out to Rob. Yeah. Shout out to Rob. Fair enough. Um, he also uh, took issue with uh, neither of us picking a Gears of War character. <laughs> yep. It will happen. It's definitely going to happen. The it's very definitely next episode. Go- yeah. I know. Well, the next draft episode. Yeah, I already, like, in my backup characters that I want to draft, I already have a Gears of War character. And let me tell you guys, <laughs> Marcus, nah. I'm not. That's not all I'm gonna say. We'll see. We'll see. You guys will see. I like uh, to go a little off the beaten path. Uh oh. No, I think I know who. I think I know who. You better not. I'm not gonna say. Okay. <laughs> but I think um, I know. But yeah, I would like to. Um, I would like to continue that on occasionally. Do a new draft episode. Me too. It was a lot there. of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> by the way, I'll go ahead and concede victory to you. Thank you. Nice. Nicely done. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, um, you had a Cindy question for I us. I do, I do. She was wondering, what is your favorite romance in a video game? Ooh, Titus and Yuna for nice. Final Fantasy X. Mine was the kind of the love triangle in Seven. Yeah, but it, like... That's the, first, that's the first one I always think of. I think of that one, too. And, and look... I ship Cloud and Tifa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my ship in that uh, thing. And But then, like, Aerith, Ares, whatever, Aerith is so wholesome <laughs> and such a good character. And, like, I was never the biggest Aerith fan playing the original Seven. And it, I think it came from more of, like, a how much time do you have to use her in your group? Right. But, man, did the Seven remake endear that character to me. Same. She's She's very likable. She's no Tifa Lockhart, oh, though. No hashtag Tifa. <laughs> which, which was another good first-round pick by you, by the way. Tifa Lockhart. I, I don't know if I told you this, but, you know, Jesse was hanging out in the living room listening us to record those, listen to us record those last episodes. And, you know, I don't look at my phone a whole lot. I like to stay focused. And when we got done, I looked at my phone, and it just said, I knew you were going to pick Tifa. <laughs> Well, yeah, she knows you pretty well. Well, 
Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a solid pick. <laughs> I mean, don't you have a Tifa body pillow? Hey, man, that not by my own choice, by the way. Can I tell you a funny story about that? <laughs> so Jesse, last year for my birthday, right? She says, "I got you something that you're you're gonna act like you don't like, but you're gonna like. It's a little weird." And I was like, "Okay." And she was like, "Just trust me on this. It's gonna take a little while." to come in because I had to order it from overseas. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then it turns out to be a Tifa body pillow cover. She didn't it, like it, you know, that you put on it. So it's like a somewhat life-size uh, drawing of Tifa on this body pillow. People know what I'm talking about. And then after I get it, she tells me, you got it. She was like, it was so hard to find that. And I was like, really? I kind of figured that would be like, a top seller in the body pillow game, right? And she goes, "No, it was try it was hard to find one that wasn't super porny." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of the point." And she goes, "It is? That's the point of anime body pillows?" And I was like, "How did you not put this together? Like, yeah, dudes fuck those things." <laughs> She never, she just thought it was like, oh, I got a body pillow with a character I like on it. No, yeah, no. no, there's devious far, intent. Far darker. <laughs> devious intent. <laughs> and then I was like, you got to see this because there's ones that have like molded boobs in them oh and stuff. Goodness. And I was like, yeah, man, it's like the poor man's real doll for some folks. What website did you say that was again? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> com. It's my little side gig. <laughs> I've got a storage space just full of full, those things. It's, it's actually at Uncle Bob's, which <laughs> <laughs> where you guys used to practice. Uh, when I'm having a hard time, I just go spend the night there. I'm trying to think of other romances in video games that stick out. Yuna and Tita sticks out immediately. Like, it popped into my head immediately. Uh, maybe it's because I've been playing Max Payne 3 since it was just recently brought back to backwards compatible. exactly it's a great game um max Payne and mona sex just by virtue of the names yeah you know yeah um like it's weird so i would say mass effect right but it, that's kind of like up to the player mm-hmm. there's not one set in stone but did you have one you probably done all okay, there you go okay so, so mass effect 2 is my a number one followed by liara okay there we go so you're like shepherd's romance with and I can't, like, every time I replay those games, I'm like, nah, I'm going to woo somebody different. And I never do. I just keep going back to the same thing. Same thing with The Witcher, right? Mm-hmm. In The Witcher, you've got the big Triss-Yennefer mm-hmm. debate. But that's really up to the player. That's one where we differ on. Yep, Triss all the way. Mm-hmm. Yennefer. Team Triss, Yennefer. Triss Marigold. <laughs> Shee! <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, so it's weird for me to pick, like, one from those games where, like, you get to choose, like, there's, like, a sort of dating sim element to it. Um, let me think. Other romances and video games. I don't know, man. Well, think on it, you know? Yeah, if one pops into my yeah. head. Don't let it derail you for the whole podcast, but maybe uh maybe we can my favorite it. romance in, in video games is steve crofey and fucking hideki uh, miyazaki <laughs> oh my god <laughs> did i get his first name right hidetaka hidetaka ah fuck me that's that man's my hero <clears throat> i would say cure you with uh some random woman he meets on a call line i don't know um so you want to get into can i just say the biggest upset 
of round one was that we didn't take any Yakuza characters. That will be rectified. In that will round. be recti- rectified. Can we do a draft? Some... Actually, can we just change this to another <laughs> draft <laughs> episode? Hey, fuck, <laughs> fuck 2022 in those games. I got some thoughts. <laughs> I got some... Uh, buddy, I had him on my list, but then when you... When I, ha- I had one on my list, but when you threw that Master Chief wrench at me to start off, it threw me off my draft game. <laughs> I had Apparently, to... it didn't throw you off too badly. <laughs> I, 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 look, man, I, I recovered, clearly. You, did. you sure did. Um, you went with Team Wholesome with Clementine. and uh... Is Clementine really that wholesome, though? That's a good point. That's a good point. In, in the early game, yes. Later game, no. Right. Um. <laughs> shit, I'm stony baloney, and I just forgot what I was gonna say. It's Fuck okay. Me. 2022, man. Did- ah, but before we get in that, I think we do need an update. Roll Tide, buddy. What's going on? Oh man. So Monday we play for the national championship. Oh, in fucking two days. Mm-hmm. You want to come record an episode instead? <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't feel great about the game. You know, I I kind of assume Georgia's going to win this one, but who knows if our quarterback decides to go nuclear like he did last time, anything can happen. So when this episode comes out, it's the day of the national championship, Mm -hmm. right? Wow. All right. Yeah, so I put that to the back of my mind, trying not to think about it too much. You've got other things to do. you got a fucking Halo event to a complete. That's right. We've been working on that. Um, we, you got a uh, podcast to record. That's right. you got Nick to make laugh <laughs> or call out when he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> my Packers are the number one seed going into the playoffs. Hopefully they don't blow it. Oh, boy. So, uh, let's assume... That Steve is going to start off his 2022 with another Nick Saban-led Alabama Crimson Tide National Championship. Oof. Let's assume that. Mm-mm-mm. Once never. that's out of the way. <laughs> I never assume that. It's just like, hey, come on, man. Let's let's be on the positive train here. I'm all hyped up on Book of Boba Fett. Fucking the sun is out. <sighs> like, I'm feeling good. Book of Boba Fett is so good. Once that's out of the way, and you have a 12-month span of games to look forward to in 2022. On three. <laughs> uh, wait, one, two, go, or one, two, three, go? One, two, three, go. <laughs> okay. Bo- on uh, Starting off both of our lists of most anticipated <laughs> games of 2022. One, two, three. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Nice harmony. Um. Yeah, you guys saw this fucking coming. Yeah. We've been talking about this since episode one of this goddamn podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am more excited for Elden Ring than I've ever been for any other From game, thanks to Demon Souls. I am very excited for this. I've been keeping up with it a little more than you. You've been on Media Blackout. That's right. And yeah. everything I see makes it look like fucked up Breath of the Wild, and I cannot wait for that. This is going to turn into an Elden Ring podcast for like probably a week or two after that game comes out. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's going to be at least two episodes. I want to do a an immediate reaction, like initial thoughts, mm-hmm. and then I want to do a, a review once we've had time cool. to. Yeah, to I like that. Um, Elden Ring looks really fucking cool, and I have these like 
visions of my, in my head of me, you, and Evan doing co-op mm. with new characters. I, I would love that. You know what I mean? I've been spying on Evan when he's on PlayStation like I do mm-hmm. with all my friends. I, I look at what they're playing, and he's been playing Dark Souls. Yeah, I was. I texted him the other day, oh, to tell him about the, you know, apparently they're doing a Fallout TV show. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, I did. And Evan fucking loves Fallout. I'm a big fan of it, too. So I texted him that link, and we were chatting a little bit, and I was like, um, I can't remember. Oh, maybe I asked him if he had seen the new Ghostbusters movie yet. Um, and he was like, no, I haven't. All my free time has been taken up playing Dark Souls, thanks to Steve. <laughs> Crying, laughing emoji. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he's diving so, down the rabbit hole. I love it. Fucking Elden Ring, when that comes out, I've never done multiplayer in a From game. I have the least amount of From experience between you and Evan now. You know? Uh, Nick, I can't wait to give that a try. Nick and I were able to do it a few times in Dark Souls 3, I remember. But mm-hmm. it, it was kind of a pain. I think they're making it a, a little, little easier and a little mm-hmm. better. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. And look, even if that doesn't pay off, it's not like that's the one reason I'm looking forward to this game. Whew, I can't wait. Yeah, me too. I cannot wait. Yeah, and I'm sure that the game is 100% soloable as well. It oh, just yeah. needs, you know, it, I like the idea of having the, their famous brand of co-ops in there. Yeah. Invasions and whatnot. Yeah. You know. So, um, what's next on your list? Let's see... So, uh, next one is Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Uh-huh. I was a real big fan of Dying Light. I never played a single minute of it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought the way they did the traversal on the map was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they mapped the jump button to the right bumper. And so, it, it took a second to get used to. Okay. But really, it became more about aiming where you wanted to land. Like sort of, a, it sounds like a sort of an interesting take on first-person parkour stuff. Exactly, because that's yeah, we, an element of that game, mm-hmm. right? Big time, and uh, you can even bring it into like the zombies. You'll just like jump off their heads, and you become kind of unstoppable by the end of the game. It's got a cool progression, um, an interesting weapon system. You know, there's lots to do. Big open open world kind of deal. And uh, I was just, I liked it enough to really want to see what they did with the sequel. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to be good because it's kind of had some trouble development. This sequel's been a long time coming and Mm -hmm. there's been some ups and downs. I haven't followed it super closely, but I have seen that there has been some issues with the sequel. Right. So my expectations are a little tempered for it, but at the same time, I, you know, as big a fan of I was of the first game. I could be interested out. in maybe running some because there is a co-op element mm. to that too, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe talk me into that if the review scores are good. That's not a pre-order game, for right? Me. Yeah, having might... not played the first one and the troubled development, that's a wait and see for me. Same. I, I definitely want to see some reviews. Yeah, me too. Um, so next up on my list is actually slightly, I would say, outpaces Elden Ring as my most anticipated game of the year, but only by the tiniest little bit. And that's Starfield. Oh yeah, that's that's weirdly on my list as well. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that might be. Yeah, on dude, your list. I'm really excited about um, Starfield. Speaking of Fallout earlier, yeah, Fallout in space. Ooh. Sheesh. The okay, so for several reasons, I'm excited about it. I feel like it's been a long time since a proper quote unquote Bethesda game. I know they did Fallout 76. Yeah, that's not my thing. That seemed like a stopgap game them trying to get into the games as a service type model pretty looks right, good right but yeah uh to me the last quote unquote real not to be like you know a douche about it 
Bethesda release was Fallout 4, which I liked but wasn't super crazy about. I need to give it another shot. I love I love that game. Um loved Skyrim, love Oblivion, love Morrowind, love Fallout 3. So them going sci-fi, my favorite genre. Fuck me. Yeah, Fuck man. me. And on a new engine, which their engine has needed updating for a while. Definitely. So all of this leads to me being very excited. I'm hoping that doesn't get delayed because it's already coming out so late in the year. If it gets delayed, it's a next year game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel yeah, like 2023, uh, especially Xbox, like they ended this year strong with Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite as exclusives. They kind of need to keep the the output of exclusives coming correct this year if they want to gain some ground. It would be nice, but at the same time, you know, I don't want them to release something that's bad. No, so me if neither. It needs the extra time. Then it needs yeah, extra time, but especially given the fucking trouble everybody's been having with the pandemic, mm-hmm. I'm fine if they do need to release. I'm not going to be upset about it. But this is a game. Since they announced it, I've been looking forward to and just sure. imagining mm-hmm. it. And then, like, I almost imagine it being um, No Man's Sky plus Skyrim or Fallout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll see if that's the case, but I cannot wait for this game. Yeah, it's it sounds, in theory, to be something super-duper cool. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't they say there was kind of like a a rogue space rogue element to it you know like you're almost han solo somebody yes. described it as a han solo simulator that's it that's yes. yeah that's the quote i was i was thinking Whoa. Of. and outer worlds mm-hmm. the um couldn't get into the outer worlds i loved it yeah i'm actually going to replay that game sometime before the next one comes out i'll tell you why i loved it, it to me instead of being like a han solo simulator it was a firefly simulator. Mm-hmm. It had more of the tone of like a firefly to me. And it was a big RPG that only took me only quote unquote 30 to 40 hours to complete. Like fucking sign me up occasionally, man. I love a fucking long ass RPG, but I am not going to hate on a smaller experience. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and I, what a, I bring that up because I feel like Starfield has the potential to be that but huge right and And there's even bigger and better and there's the potential for lots of replayability within Mm -hmm. the the rpg systems there yes what's up on your what do you got next for us let's see what do i have next i've got a game that's a playstation 5 exclusive it's called sifu Oh, it's on my list. Yeah. Sifu, Sifu. Yeah, Sifu. I can't wait for that. Looks awesome. I never played their first game. Absolver. Absolver. A few times, I almost bit the bullet and tried it. And I think it was even, might even still be on Game Game Pass. Pass. Mm. Um, I might give it a whirl. It sounded interesting, but all the reviews I read were like sort of middling. I never read something where people were like, yo, you got to try Absolver. And then with, you know, all the other shit I'm trying to play, it just never made it to the top of the list sifu looks sifu whatever it is yeah looks fucking sick i think so too uh looks awesome like the combat looks really smooth i'm interested to try it i like the mechanic of when you die you don't really die you just you come back older uh-huh and you yep. just keep getting older and older until like you can't come back anymore and then you have to start all the way over yep that's an interesting mechanic to me <clears throat> it seems like it's gonna be sort of like 
there's going to be an element of memorization of the levels and mm-hmm. the circumstances to it where like yeah if you do have to start over at least you know it's almost roguelike yeah in that regard yeah, yeah. but martial arts mm-hmm. and it looks so fucking smooth yeah that's cool that we both have on that on our list um i'm gonna combine my my next two because uh one of them there's not much to say but it's two final fantasy releases first one being stranger in paradise final fantasy origins this one's one i'm a little iffy about this is not like i'm not laying awake in bed at night sweating excited for this game chaos Chaos! uh i do like the idea of final fantasy trying their hands at like a souls like game Mm -hmm. i played the demo on ps5 and thought it was pretty fucking fun now i've played neo I feel like this is going to be more like that than, but with that said, Neo is kind of a Souls like, right? It's their own take, right? Right. Team Ninja's take, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope it's good. Neo is a solid game. It it was got a little repetitive, but I feel like the Final Fantasy formula might work for it, right? Um, with the lessons they've learned, and a lot of people love Neo too as well, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know, and it seems like. I like the idea of it being like a prequel to the first game, like mm-hmm. in a weird way. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's really good. I know they've taken some feedback into account. And, you know, if it's a, a little bit more polished than that demo, I think it could be really fun. Yeah. Um, now, the question for me is that comes out in March, mm-hmm. you know, three, maybe four weeks after Elden Ring. Am I really going to feel like doing two Souls-like games back-to-back. And there's no doubt, like, you know, this could be a... You know, people could hold this up as the best... The second-best Souls-like game ever made. Right. But it's never going to reach a from level. You can't step to the fucking kings of the Souls, like the creators. Yeah. It's just something <laughs> about their art direction from yeah. that separates them yeah. from everything else. But Well, and the gameplay and mm-hmm. the... Like, the... Just everything that comes in that package, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm one that might be a game I wait for on a sale. If it gets doo doo reviews, I'm yeah. probably not even going to bother picking it up. Right, that's definitely a, a wait and see on yeah. the reviews for me as well. Um, and I also wanted to include when talking about this the Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster, which mm-hmm. comes out in February. Final Fantasy VI probably, arguably one of the the best game in that pixel remaster package it's a fucking master stroke of a game i played around with the pixel remaster of four and it was really good so i can't wait to see what they do with six both of those games just hold such a near and dear place to my heart let me yep. say just i didn't mention the release dates for the earlier games um elden rings february 25th right dying light i just looked up was february 4th sifu is february 22nd <sighs> february is pretty stacked yeah, I'm. You know so, what, buddy? I'll probably just be getting Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I know because Sifu unfortunately comes out like three days before Elden yeah, Ring. It, like Sifu might be like a fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's on sale. Mm-hmm. I'll pick that up and right. then finally dive into it. Which which is cool because it's a game that looks awesome and it's, yeah, it'll it's, be nice to have something. All of these games I would like to play eventually. Right. These not all of them are day one purchases by any means. Elden Ring and Starfield are the only two that for sure mm-hmm. I know I'll be getting day one. Yeah. Um <clears throat> what you got after your last pick? All right, let's see. 
this one is an interesting choice. I feel Tiny Tina's Wonderland, the Borderlands, which I know that, you know, Borderlands, you love it, you hate it. You know, I, I understand both arguments. I, I, I enjoy Borderlands fine. Uh, that's why I'm looking forward to Tiny Tina's. And I'm hoping to play it with Rob selfishly too because well, know, he's a Borderlands guy. I would like to get in on that because I played Borderlands 3 completely solo. Mm-hmm. Not as fun of an experience. No. Nah. You know? And it kind of soured me on Borderlands. And I thought it was a decent game, but I was just like, ah, yeah, this is better with people, other yeah, people. The writing doesn't do it for me anymore with Borderlands. I feel like it peaked with the second one. Yeah. And, uh, th- which was really funny. The second one, I love Handsome Jack, but, uh, three was, yeah. And, uh, I'm hoping that this one being more of like a fantasy setting might, sort of might help freshen it up yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in it. I would, uh, get it on PlayStation to play with you and Rob just so the only way i'll play this is if i have people to play it with you right know? right this is not a game i'm looking to play by myself yeah exactly yeah same here um so next up on mine the witcher 3 next gen update <laughs> do we know when that when that's coming out or no uh, it's supposed to be second quarter or second half it's either second quarter or second half of this year the one for cyberpunk is coming out first Mm-hmm. And then the Witcher one is coming out. I got you. I'll check out the Cyberpunk one. I put a lot of time into that dumbass game when it came <laughs> out, trying to really, really like it. And there were parts of it I really, really liked. Yeah. Boy, did it get long in the tooth after a certain point. Um, and never found a way to keep even the monotonous stuff you do in one of those open world games fresh the way The Witcher did. Mm-hmm. I have never played The Witcher 3 DLCs. I have been aching because of the show and sort of the renewed hype around the Witcher franchise to dive back into the Witcher 3 and have only been holding off for this next-gen update. So when that comes out, we're doing a Witcher yeah, 3 episode. I'll do a playthrough with you. Yeah. I'll get Cindy to at least watch some of that because yeah. I imagine that she'll enjoy. <clears throat> so, I, you know, I'm really hoping that makes it this year. Um, and I'm I'm looking to put some time into a playthrough and do the DLCs and finally put my final pin. I never have to play Witcher three again. <laughs> Not that it's a right. bad thing, no, but like it game. is a full-time job playing the Witcher. Right. Well, it, it can be, it can, you be. can also be a little more choosy about the side quests you do. Cause you after can. a while you're like super leveled up. Oh buddy, you you're know. a monster. And I now I've never done the blood and wine expansion. I've done the one before, the Hearts of Stone, and right. it was excellent. Yeah, and I've heard Blood of Wine looks incredible, so I can only imagine once that next gen update hits. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. It sounded like you were trying to slurp your microphone. <laughs> um, oh, I should mention Tiny Tina. I'm going to do this the entire episode. Just come back to perfect. I talked about. You, okay, so yeah, hit the release dates for me if you can, because yeah. I don't have them on my list. Tiny Tina's is March 25th. Did you look up Witcher 3's next-gen upgrade? I will look that up real quick. What's um, the next one on your list? The next one on my list is Horizon Forbidden West. PlayStation exclusive game. That comes out in February as well. I think February 17th is the date for that. And it may as well, it might as well also sort of fall by the wayside for Elden Ring. Because if the first game is any indication, there's going to be a lot to that game too. And I don't know that I can handle two open world games at once. No. So in the the interest of trying to be an adult 
and responsible and not just get every brand new game that catches my eye. That one may wait until after Elden Ring for yeah. me to get. Because that comes out February 18th. Yeah, like the, exactly week one week mm-hmm. before. And okay, so hear me out, Steve. If that comes out on the 18th, that's Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would theoretically have Friday, Saturday, Sunday to play. That's three days. I might, if I'm lucky, put 15 hours into Horizon Forbidden West, right? right. Then, because, you know, I got to count in for Halo time and shit, hanging with the boys. That's right. um, Good time last night. Uh, that's 15 hours. And then I w- there's a good chance I won't be able to play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Elden Ring comes out. Guess who doesn't get looked at that <laughs> next weekend at the very least? And then... The next weekend, Elden Ring. You know what I mean? So I I think I'm going to hold off on it, but I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm in the midst of replaying the first one now. That's what I've been doing when I'm not playing Halo, is playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's so fucking good, man. Nice, man. I love it's that you like it. so fucking good. Give me like a ranking, a quick ranking of like your top open world games. <clears throat> Top open world games. Yeah, top putting you open on the world spot. games. This is putting me on the spot. Um, Ghost of Tsushima might be my number one. The way they crafted that open world to where like the side stuff never felt as monotonous as it possibly could mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 has to get some props just because of how fucking alive the open world feels. Shout out to uh, Eric Struthers I, and his million hours that he felt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then he was like, hey man, let me try to defend it. Instead of like, no man, just tell everybody, yo, I've played a lot of this. It's my favorite game of all time. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's oh, no problem. Yeah. People on Destiny have probably like three times that buddy i probably had three times that in world of warcraft, world of warcraft. back in the day exactly yeah. uh star wars galaxies everquest the minute the venom from a fucking mmo gets in eric struthers veins <laughs> i can because i can tell because of how much time he put into red dead 2 it's over for that fella Oof. it is over he might need to become a streamer that just streams whatever <laughs> MMO is because his other job is going to be like, man, you got to do something for us here. <laughs> um, open world. Breath of the Wild is an amazing one. Um, so Horizon Zero Dawn would be up there. That's kind of what I was wondering, where would that be up falls there. in. I don't like it as well as Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as well as Spider-Man. I don't like it... Um, as much as Red Dead. I don't like it uh, as much as Breath of the Wild. To me, it's the game that, for some reason, something about it reminds me the most um, of Breath of the Wild. I don't know why. Would you consider The Witcher an open world game? I would, and that would be up there. Yeah, yeah I, It's hard, man. It's tough. It's, it's a tough. tough. It's a tough top five to crack for any game, really. I would have to say... So you, so top spring, 10, maybe not top five. It's, uh, yeah. It, if it wasn't in the top five, it would probably be six or seven. It okay. is so good. I love the setting and the idea, the conceit behind the whole plot of that game is really cool. Yeah. So what do you have next on yours? Yeah. Um, that is definitely one that I have to check out at some point. I've not played it. All right. Stalker 2. I'm excited for this. 
forgot to put it on my list. So Ruins just of Chernobyl. And while I'm talking about that, I will pull up the release date for that. That is well. going to be a day one Game Pass game. Day one Game Pass. Yep. So don't have to worry too much about that one, whether it's good or bad. And it comes out April 28th. Yeah. So, so that's actually might be in a pretty good position to mm-hmm. check that shit out the minute it comes out. Now, if that delivers on the trailer we saw at it's gonna be E3 incredible. or whatever, when we saw that, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, graphics look incredible. Now, I'm sure those were on probably highest end PCs they had at the time. But still, I feel like the Series X uh, is a pretty good machine and could probably handle it pretty well. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I may have played some of the original Stalker. I don't remember much of it I never played it. it. Um, I remember being interested in it when mm-hmm. it was being brought up. Like, yeah. Stalker. You know. mm-hmm. uh, I'll check that out for sure. It's been a little while since I've gotten into a first-person shooter that isn't a Halo game. Mm-hmm. So I, I could get down with something like that. Um, next up on my list, one I'm interested in will probably wait on review scores in, and that is Saints Row. Hmm, interesting. Not on my list, but I... I you know, I only ever played one Saints Row game. Three. Three, I Which think. is a good one. It's a good one. I had yeah. a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. the one where you parachute out of the sky to Kanye, Kanye West. playing. Yeah, yep. yeah, man. I love that game. That was fun. Um, I played three and four and enjoyed them both. And part of the reason I'm interested interested in Saints Row is because it's we're still quite away from getting a new GTA game. It's mm-hmm. going to be a little while. And this might sort of scratch that GTA, GTA itch. I know they're not all that comparable but there's some similarities there so i could see being interested in a game like that by the time it comes out i like that they're rebooting it they're maybe making it a tad bit less silly because that shit got real silly by four right yeah i think that was they maybe were just like we can't really make it any more ridiculous yeah so we got to reboot um i like it you know them changing to a new place but saints row i've had a lot of fun with like there was the fucking dubstep gun and the dildo <laughs> cannon right. in four you know i liked one thing they did in three was where the gps would show you on the street where to turn yes G- I, w- I wished god gta 5 like had done heads that. up the, display yeah, yeah. on the street i know it's video gamey but at the same time i wish you could have had it turned on or off i don't give a fuck give it to <sighs> me buddy I, I hated having to constantly glance down yeah. at my gps yeah i thought that was an and i liked i think that was the first game i ever played where it had all the different radio stations, and then there was an extra radio station that was just your mixtape. Mm-hmm. So you could go and take all the songs you liked from the other radio stations and make your own custom one. That's awesome. I think that is such a good idea. It's awesome. I remember when the GTA 3 came out on PC. This was my tail end of my PC days. I bought it just simply because you could stream your own music or play your own music through mm-hmm. a radio station. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. What? Yeah, what? Couldn't you do that with maybe a Tony Hawk game? There was there's, They did that for a little while where you could sort of use your own soundtracks and games, especially on PC. Mm-hmm. I loved those Tony Hawk soundtracks. What's, uh, what's up after for your next one? All right, so the next one I have is a game called Scorn. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. It's a game I don't know a super ton of, but all the things I've read about it seem the trailers right, up, for it. right up my dang alley. Yeah, yeah. like a uh, horror first-person kind of survival game with that looks very Giger inspired. If they tried to deny that that is HR Giger inspired, I'd slap the fucking taste out their mouth. <laughs> yeah. It looks so <laughs> fucked up and weird. And look, man, I have an affinity for Giger as it is. Alien. 
He did some work for corn. He sure did. That mic stand was cool, though. <laughs> well, he still got it. Say, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I would hope so. Um, Giger was badass. So, um, yeah, that's a game that I wasn't even aware of. It's weird. It seems like people have been aware of it for a little while now. And it just popped up on my radar around the time they announced the Series X. Because it's, I believe, an exclusive. Maybe even a Game Pass game for Series X. And uh, it seems like it's also had some troubled development. So hopefully they're able to smooth that out before the final release. Because I think it was initially supposed to be a launch mm-hmm. game for the Series X. I think so as well. Yeah. And, and it's going to be two years out from launch before it finally comes out. Right. It seems. And it, you know, it's just all I see now is October. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, quote unquote yeah, October. That game may get, may not yeah. see that month either. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next up I have um what I think is maybe my only Nintendo game on my list mm-hmm. and that is Triangle Strategy from Square Enix. That is sort of the spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics that they have coming out. I fucking love Final Fantasy Tactics. Me too, man. And I think it's the same company or the same uh studio within Square Enix that did like the um Octopath Traveler. So it's going to be in that 2D HD style. Ooh, if that game is good, I am going to be quite happy. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a ton about that one, but you know, I don't have I don't follow the Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's one I'll definitely be checking out. If Octopath Traveler and like Bravely do Bravely Default 2 or any indication that game will also come out probably on Steam at the very least, mm-hmm. maybe Xbox as well later. Hopefully and if that is the case, there point, you go. Yeah. I was about to say, maybe we could uh, do a review of it and uh, with our fancy Steam games. Yeah. Um, what's your next one? Okay, next one I have is a game. doesn't have a release date, but it <clears throat> is targeted for this uh, this year. It's the Callisto Protocol. From the guy who... One of the guys behind the original Dead Space. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of similar weirdly set in the PUBG universe isn't it oh is it i think so oh i didn't know that yeah in some weird, weird. way yeah mm. cuz it's by the same look i'm pretty sure that is the case that or i You're probably right imbibe too much <laughs> um that sounds interesting i want to see some footage of the game that's not a trailer but i'm right. very interested in it cuz i love dead space me too one of my faves you know and uh, that doesn't have a really that's probably 2023 earliest the, the, probably because yeah, the they remake. just announced that mm-hmm. right i am i'll play the hell out of that oh so will i yeah the callista that game fucking looks cool well the trailer looks right. cool it has the potential to be really cool um next up on mine uh teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge Ooh. I am sickly. Almost, almost put that on my list. Sickly excited <laughs> for this. This recent renaissance of beat 'em ups with like uh, Streets of Rage four and River City Girls mm-hmm. and stuff has me so excited, man. Is that coming out on the PlayStation? I think it's coming out on everything. And if it, it that you almost got you stole my like my dream from my you're like a dream catcher you <laughs> say it you know what my dream is chris fresh yeah buddy that's what i like to imagine three of us turtling around on our fancy playstation fives that's playing right. shredders revenge it's so funny that you knew immediately where i was going once i just asked he's you gonna have to fight me for Raphael though 
Oh, man, we all might have to fight for Raphael. Is that all three of our favorite turtles? I think so. Oh, my god. I mean, I'll take Donatello as a, uh, as, a, as a consolation. I'll take, uh, I'll take Leonardo as a consolation. Yeah. Leonardo's my number two. I did always love Raphael. <laughs> yeah, I think that game looks really cool. If, uh, if they pull that off, I'm going to be so excited. I love Ninja Turtle beat-em-up games. Me too. I love beat 'em up games, so we're gonna talk about some team turtles beat 'em ups in an episode or two as well. <laughs> oh boy, will we? Alright, so my next one, which I don't think has a release date yet either, but it's scheduled for this year, is God of War Ragnarok. That's literally next on my list yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, come on. The God of War the most recent God of War was a masterpiece as far as I was concerned. Yeah, and I got to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, taking advantage of the PlayStation five to an um, extent, not, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be, be like it was fully developed for the PlayStation right, five, right. but I think it's going to look even more, uh, it's going to look great, even more incredible than the first one did. And that first one is stunning. It looks like a living painting at right. times, like replaying it on the PlayStation five and 60 frames was really nice. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sickly fucking excited for that too. I think that might be their sort of later in the year big exclusive because they got Horizon coming at the beginning of the year. Right. I would imagine maybe Gran Turismo might be their summer game, which I'm not really interested in. Yes. Yeah, and then end of the year might be God of War. What's something they can throw up against Starfield? Yeah. 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 Uh, my next game. I'm interested to know if you ever played the any games from this series. Homeworld 3. Is that the spaceship kind strategy of strategy game? RTS? Yeah. I did play the original Homeworld a long time ago, and I really liked it. I really liked it, too, and it's been 20 years since they've done a Homeworld game. So The original Homeworld, that had to be the 90s. 98, Some, 99? Somewhere around there. It was when I was in high school, I know. but mm-hmm. I remember being pretty impressed by the 3D aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, and it's I've tried to get into other space strategy games and haven't found one that I liked as much as I did Homeworld back in the day. And it makes me wonder, like, did I just have, like, nostalgia glasses for that game? So I'm interested to see when 3 comes out, I'll give it a shot. And if I really like it, I'll be super happy with that. Yeah, I'll be curious. You know, I, I've definitely loved RTSs back in the day. I haven't played them since I kind of made the switch over to console. but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me know what you think for sure. What you got up next? I think I only have one more on this list. Okay. Uh, and let me go ahead and pull up. If it uh, if this may not have, sorry, this may not have a release date yet either. I think it's just 2022. But, yep, it's a game called Somerville. Oh, I don't know about this game. What the fuck it is was, this game? It was on the, it was, they showed it at E3. It's the one that's the, the next game by the studio that did Limbo and Inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Kind, of, kind of the family that seems to, like, be, trapped in a horrifying world that's yeah crazy. okay um those those guys are appointment gaming for me like whenever they come out with a game i'm, bu- I'm buying that day one playing mm-hmm. through it because it's probably not going to take a long time and it's going to be interesting it's going to be weird yep which i love weird you me know? too and uh that's i remember being stoked to see that at e3 the trailer yeah <laughs> i'll definitely check that out i didn't realize that one's just slipped my mind um yeah. So I have uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Rocksteady Batman games. I feel like the third one is the weakest, but 
even with it being the weakest, it was still a really good game. Um, Just out of curiosity, why would you say it was the weakest? Too much other Too much bloat? Too much bloat. The Riddler challenges were like fucking two obtuse at times. I hated that they locked the good ending behind. Yeah, I was able to easily, not easily, but, you know, confidently beat Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Same. You know, cleared them, got all the stuff, got the, you know, whatever good ending or whatever the fuck. No problem. But then in three, they added so much shit. And then it, like, the thing about the Rocksteady Batman games is the first one had a little bit of edge lordiness to it, <laughs> right? And then the second one had a little bit more. And then the third one, I felt, really leaned into the edge lordiness. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know, man. I, I liked the tone of the first one the best. And the second one. It, they kind of, you know, go, as far as the tone and the writing goes, go one, two, three right. in order for me. That's fair. Um, but still, smooth as fuck. Gameplay, it looked gorgeous. I like the Batmobile stuff. I enjoy um, the fighting system in those games, yes. too. Um, a little bit more than, I would say, like the Spider-Man, which is, you know, very close and also good. But I feel like Batman might be have just a little more weight to it. It does. we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm interested to see what their next game is. Uh, I think it's supposed to be multiplayer, which could be kind of fun. Um, Have they released, like, I mean, who do you get to use? Uh, King Shark, Harley Quinn, uh, Deadshot, and one other person. Just 2022. It's just 2022. A lot of these are just 2022, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um I think it could be fun. Yeah. I, it, you know, if their other games are any indication, it's something I could really be into. That new Suicide Squad movie, the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie, fucking rule, yeah. too. So that kind of helped get me excited for that game. Um, then I have uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns on my list. That's by Firaxis, the company that did uh, XCOM. It's the Marvel sort of tactical... Right. RPG game X-com, almost. X-com, yeah, XCOM S. That's coming um, out soon. It March, is. March, I think. Yeah, It's got uh, an interesting crew of Marvel heroes. I kind of wish it was more... I wish there was more. You know, they, they kind of went for a certain type of Marvel hero. But that idea of that gameplay plus Marvel has me pretty excited. So I'll check that one out. Cool. Now, <clears throat> do you have any... You don't know that they're releasing to this day. They're quest in this year. This they're question marks. But if they release this year, you'd be really excited. I don't think so. I think I went through. I think I got through most of the stuff. I don't know if any of the stuff that I would be excited about coming later. I don't know when that would be. You know, like Spider Man Two or that would be next year. Right, I think they've year. said twenty twenty three. We'll see about that. Right. Um. So not even post twenty twenty two. There's some stuff that might come out this year that I'm potentially excited for, but there's no indication one way or the other. The first one would be the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I think I read somewhere recently that that's going to be announced very soon. They're saying it's going to be announced before E3. And you know what's right before E3? Star Wars Celebration. Mm, That's my guess is that Fallen Order 2, or whatever it's called, will be released then, or announced then. Um, I was kind of thinking that would release before the end of this year who knows with how everything's going right you know 
Um, Dragon Age 4 is one I would be really excited for. There's not a lot of news out there about it. Um, they've been working on it for a while, and I think because of the failure of Anthem, do you remember when Anthem sort of bit the dust? They were like, there were rumors going around that were like, by the way, uh, because of that, EA is allowing Dragon Age 4 to be a single-player experience instead of trying to make it a games-as-a-service. So I think originally they were trying to make the ne next Dragon Age like a games-as-a-service game. And then just this week, uh, BioWare released a letter, like a the state of BioWare letter, just updating everybody, saying like, yo, we've been struggling figuring out this working from home and pandemic stuff. We've got it in line now, but, you know, we're addressing stuff as it comes. We're hard at work on Mass Effect and Dragon Age, and we'll let you know more about them when we can. Mm -hmm. And in the Dragon Age section, he did say, like, they call it out as a massive single-player experience. So I can't wait for that. I just don't know if that's going to be this year. Um, and then the other one, which I was for a while convinced was going to be last year, Final Fantasy 16. Mm. Yeah, that one I feel like might not make it this year. We'll see. Yeah, they, you know, once again, there was a letter from the producer. And, like, I just want to tell that guy, like, hey, man, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Every time they have to delay something at Square Enix, they come out with a letter that's like, we are so sorry. <laughs> Guys, we're we're working as hard as we can. We're so sorry, you guys. And I just want to be like, hey, man, it's okay. I hear that that game they've got coming out, Babylon's Fall, does not look very good. That's the one they're doing with platinum. platinum. Yeah, mm, that's a shame. Uh, I'm I would I have put platinum. Forspoken mm. on my list because mm -hmm. that's a game they have coming out this year. I want to read reviews on that first. Same. It looks interesting. I haven't seen anything yet that makes me go day one purchase. No. Super excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope Final Fantasy 16 comes out this year. They, like we were saying, they put out a letter where they said that development has been delayed by six months because of pandemic related stuff. So I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to come out in the spring of this year and it got delayed to the fall. I'm probably being too fucking um, optimistic saying that, but I really want that game. It's the reason I got to launch PlayStation 5. Because <laughs> I want... And it's not that I didn't want a PlayStation 5. But when they did that PlayStation showcase that started with Final Fantasy 16, that's when I knew a PlayStation 5 needed to be in my fucking... Yep, I still remember exactly where I was on the road at, <laughs> at the time. At my job when you texted me. <laughs> Man. You're like, we're going to have to get PlayStations. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm planning on it. No shit. <laughs> no shit, Halls. We've only been talking about this for the last year. Demon Souls, baby. So, um, yeah, and that was before Demon Souls was confirmed. Mm -hmm. By maybe like an hour before it was confirmed. Because right. I feel like maybe, did it close out that same presentation? It didn't close it out, but it was it was in there. That same one. Yeah. And Final Fantasy started it off. Yeah. Just the and, fact that it was going to be a launch title was meant that would have killed somebody for it. It's been a while <laughs> since 15. 15 I really enjoyed. But it was it doesn't make my top five, you know, doesn't make my f top five Final Fantasy games. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the team behind Final Fantasy fourteen is involved with sixteen, 
that makes me excited. Yeah, that makes me very interested as well. Yeah. So um, that's it. That's all I've got on my list. Um, as I sit here and look at my list, these are the things I imagine playing day one. Elden Ring, Starfield, thanks Game Pass, um, God of War 2. And I, those are the only ones that I feel like on my list are an absolute first day have to get type deal. Right. I would throw Somerville on there for me because that's just a little indie game and I'm going to be able to blow right Well, you know it, what? But... Shredder's Revenge would be a day one for me. Go. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like a triple A, like, holy shit release. Like 60 to $70 game. The big and yeah, yeah, I agree. There's not many, uh, many on mine. But... Once again, review scores and early impressions on any of these games could send me in the other direction right. as well. Mm-hmm. If that fucking Strangers in Paradise Final Fantasy game comes out and gets like nines, eights to nines or something, <laughs> buddy, you you be ta- you be getting a picture from me. I'd be like, look what I found, Steve. Look what I found. The limited edition with the statue. That's right. You'd be like, I'm gonna play this game for how, what nine hours straight. Or yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. All cracked decided out to stuff. start drinking monster again <laughs> <laughs> steve i'm on dialysis <laughs> so yeah uh you know what would be really cool guys if you emailed us at highpotionpod at gmail.com and let us know what your most anticipated games of 2022 are did we miss something you're really excited for if did so we, let us know did we bring up something that we're really excited for that we you were like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, there is one I forgot to bring up. King of Fighters. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's going to be when I soon. finally yeah. put some time and try to get into that series. Yeah, King same of here. That's really soon. I'm jumping into that one, too. Yeah, that'll be. Too. A, I'm going to purchase that one for sure. Me, too. And I think uh, maybe we could talk our buddy Alan. If it's cross-play with PC, maybe me, you, Alan, and Jeff get a little King Ooh. of Fighters going. I hope so. I yeah. mean, Street Fighter Street Fighter was. I'm gonna buy it. Probably buy it on the PlayStation. I'm trying to keep all my fighting games on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, cool, cool. Yeah, I, it should be crossplay. I, I don't imagine why it wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, email us. Uh. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Make sure to get your reviews in. So we can give away another gift card. Did our buddy Nathan get his gift cards? He did. Nice. Yep. Excellent. 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 And uh, that's going to do it next week. You want to tease what we're talking about? We got our first two-parter episode coming up. Uh, it's the most nostalgic console of probably my life. We're going to be talking about the Super Nintendo for the next two episodes. See you then, baby. Can't wait, can't wait, bye.